All right, Mitch, you ready to start? Yeah, I'm ready. Who the fuck are you? I'm Mitchell. Yeah, okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Just Roommates Pause. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to the Just Roommates Podcast. I'm here with Mitch. And I forgot what I usually say. <laughs> you introduce yourself as well. <laughs> Go on. The 11th episode. Yeah, you should know how to do this. <laughs> I did. Until I started. Okay. All right. So it's me, Mitchell. No. Nope. <laughs> and the lovable and best roommate, Gerard. Yeah. Wait. No. No, I'm the best. I'm roommate. running with it. All right. Um, I want to talk to you about undulations. <laughs> okay. Do you know what undulations are? Somewhat. All right. Well, so here's the thing. We, I was, uh, I don't remember um, what I was doing. At the time. Okay. I've heard the word undulation before. But That's I didn't about where I'm at. I didn't know what it referred to. I had no idea that it was just a speed bump. What? It's a speed bump. That's what undulations are. Huh. But they're not speed bumps. They're speed humps. Because there's speed bumps, speed humps, speed tables, and uh, speed cushions. And they're all different, and they all do the same thing, but a little bit differently. Okay, so a speed table, is that where they put slits in the road? Nope. Oh, then I have no idea. A speed table is... uh, It's also known as a flat top hump or a raised pedestrian crossing. So you've definitely seen them before. And in Australia, they're known as wombat crossings. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so what uh, a speed table is a long speed hump with a flat section in the middle. Speed tables are generally long enough for the entire wheelbase of a passenger car to rest on top. So they're really wide, so you can park on one. They're everywhere in Australia, actually. Yeah, that's why they have their own name. Apparently, they're also called zebra crossings. So a speed table is the big flat ones, and those are really good for residential areas because they slow stuff down. So that's good. Uh, Speed cushions, however. This is what I was excited for. Yeah, here we go. Are a type of speed hump, not bump, designed to alleviate the negative impacts that normal speed humps have on emergency vehicles. Because speed humps or undulations are the best thing to slow down a vehicle. But if it's in a high traffic area and emergency vehicles are going through, they have to slow down a lot. So it's bad. But speed cushions are... Similar to speed humps or undulations, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, except that they're narrower so that fire trucks and ambulances, which have a wider wheelbase, can go over them without hitting them. I used to love those when I was a truck driver. Yeah, because you didn't have them. to slow down. Exactly. So that's the difference. And a speed bump is just like an undulation or speed hump, but smaller. Hmm. Um, and the only reason I bring this up is because I like to say the word undulation shocking yeah did you know that in calgary there is another kind of road device used to change the flow of traffic no the little bumpy ones no they dig holes oh and leave the outside diameter on each side or like a strip of tarmac on either side exactly the width of city buses exactly Oh, well, that's not. That's to prevent people from driving into places they shouldn't be. Controlling the flow of traffic. See, that's exactly what I said. I knew you were going to pull some shit on me. Well, we were talking about speed bumps, not holes in the road. You know, there's actually a fifth kind of way to control the flow of traffic. Do you know what they do? Is they just do construction on major roadways. <laughs> <laughs> they 
<laughs> did you know that my truck is slightly smaller than the wheelbase on city buses? So can you not go through those? I cannot. Wow. How'd you figure that out? Well, you see, I measured. Oh. <laughs> after. After getting in? Well, I did make it across, but barely. Ah. And I didn't use my third tire. I had to move the load in the back of my truck onto the side that would fit. <laughs> so really? I had an unsupported <laughs> rear axle of my truck. It was wild. Why don't you just go a different way? Well, I'd already committed. All right. There is one of those up by where my dad works, and one time uh, I was going up there, and... Uh, because it was like an area for a bus depot, but it was pretty high traffic and they didn't want cars driving in there. Um, and there was just a car, like half sticking up in the air and the it other half in the ground. all the time. Apparently like, it happens a shit time. My dad was like, it happens every time, like once a week. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's supposed to improve traffic flow and shit because you're sectioning an area off to city buses. buses yeah. But they can never use it because there's always a car <laughs> stuck in them. a fucking car that they have to go pull out with a big crane or some shit. Yeah. If I had tried to do it when there was a car there, I would have been fine because I could have driven over it. Yeah. But I didn't. I was the car that almost got stuck. Well, at least you didn't, you know, look like an idiot for as long as most people. You just were an idiot for a little bit. I was just an intelligent idiot. Yeah, Because sure. I got out of there. Uh-huh. Cut above the rest. Right. Yeah. The best idiot. The best idiot. Is you. Yeah. The greatest idiot. Yeah. Perfect. That works. I'll get that on a plaque, put it on my desk. Excellent. Do you have anything? I do, actually. Okay. And this is an interesting one. Ah. Uh, so. Gan. <laughs> so, in China. Yeah. Um, there was a woman. Mm-hmm. Very recently. Yeah. Who. Just one? They should have, like. A lot of women. Well, they had that thing they were doing. Less than average. Ele- yeah. But um, I'd assume more than one, at least. Perhaps two. But there was one woman doing a particular thing. Yes. Which was um, using the Chinese equivalent of Tinder in a fairly unusual way. What? What she would do is she would get as many dates as possible. She would have them take them out, take her out for dinner once. And then convince them to buy her an iPhone. Oh, I know what this is, yes. And then, after she had collected enough iPhones, she sold them and made enough money to pay the down payment on a home. Yeah, she went on like a thousand dates and iPhones cost like two grand. And basically she wound up with a frig ton of money. Just hard cash and bought a house yep. with it. Yeah, I remember that. How did she get caught? I don't think she got caught because she just wasn't she illegal. was like, "Hey guys, like, look what I did." I, I think one of the guys found out, figured out what she had done, and then just probably told the newspaper or something. And BuzzFeed was like, "Dope." Boy, the dating scene in China must be desperate. Where if on the first date you are expected to bring a brand new iPhone. <laughs> I am pretty sure there's a significant... Actually, I know that the female population is significantly significantly lower. Yeah. Because a lot of younger... A lot of girls don't make it all the way. Yeah. Well, they've gotten better, but yeah, no, it was pretty brutal. Um, That sucks. If on your second date, it's expected for you to bring a $2,000 phone or something every time. I would be single for a long time. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, well, it's our second date, so, like, where's my iPhone? I'd go on a lot of first dates. Well, you'd still have to pay for dinner, obviously. Well, I'm I'm already expected to pay for dinner. So she got a free meal 
and an iPhone from all of these guys. And, and a house. And, and well, she didn't keep the iPhones. I, she probably kept one. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> yeah. She has an iPhone for dates and an iPhone for friends. <laughs> she keeps it all separate, you know, so you don't get... And then if you get moved to her friend iPhone, then you know you're in, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think any of the guys she went on dates with got to stay in the house? Absolutely. I don't even think any of them know where the house is. Probably not. They probably want a cut of it. She probably moved to a different city, honestly. That's what I would do. It's like, no, out of dudes here. Next one, buy more fucking iPhones. <laughs> Just keep upgrading houses. She gets, she accrues so many iPhones that she like controls a significant portion of them in the market. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes the price higher and yeah, higher. Yeah, it's like they're rarer. So like the last couple guys had to pay extra to get them because she has them all. Do you think now that people know that she's out there fishing for iPhones, she's changed to like yeah something a, a else. different medium? Like maybe she asks for a different thing every time. Maybe she. Asks for like a whole tuna, a fish is like a big fish. Hey, do you know how much a whole tuna sells for? Yes, but I also know how big a f- tuna is. There's no way she could get one tuna out of every guy because there's probably not that many tuna, and also they're the size of cars. Yeah, so like, how are they going to get it to her? So on she goes truck? on a thousand dates, like she did with the iPhones, but she, only one of them has to buy her a tuna. She only needs one. That's true, but who's going to buy her a tuna? And where's she going to keep it? She isn't. She's going to sell it immediately because they, <laughs> they lose their value like quicker than cars. Yeah, well. And they have a lot of value to lose very quickly. Yeah, they do. Because they start at like a million dollars and then they depreciate from there. A million dollars for this tuna? Tomorrow it will be worth 80. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. Not 80 million. I'm just clarifying. Well, I mean, I would have said 80 million then. Would you, though? Yeah. Because if we learned anything from you ordering coffee, you wouldn't have. Well, if I wanted, if I was, if it was an open-ended question, okay, and I wanted something more than the other thing, I would specify. But if I didn't care, I would not specify. That's a really ineffective way of communicating. Well, like, it's like, oh, do you want 80 million or 80 dollars? I'd be like, well, I want 80 million. So I'd say million. But if I just wanted... Either, if I didn't care, I'd be like, 80. I'm like, oh, okay, here's $80. I'd be like, yep, that's the amount I wanted. <laughs> but you didn't specify. Well, but it was assumed that it would depreciate in value. <laughs> it wouldn't be worth 80 times more because it w- was worth less. That doesn't make any sense. Well, if it got old enough, maybe. It would go up, back up, because well, it's aged. she fermented it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't... People would pay more from a edible like a whole edible tuna from like 1856 i don't think pay more for that fish i of all the fermented fish products i've had which is two i think neither of them have been solid anymore after that amount of time so i think fish just kind of liquefies after a bit that is what happened in all of the salt lakes and shit what well, in salt lakes, that's yeah. that's why they're there. It's because all the fish died and turned into liquid? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Yep. It's not just because there was a high concentration of salt in the ground? The salt on top is, and the reason it's salty is, but in every salt lake ever, underneath that initial layer of like sun-dried crust is a gooey mush, and that's fish. Like the Utah salt flats? Yes. Is fish. Go with a shovel, and it's fish. 
Really? Yes. Oh, I guess that's why there's like bits of it that are all smooshy. Yes. Because that's fish dribbling. There are more fish dribbling up from beneath. Because there's parts of it, like, there's, like, if you go, there's, like, parts that are safe, and then there's parts that are mm-hmm. uncharted. And because it's so big, you can't use GPS for some reason. I think the salt fucks with it. Well, it's just so open that there's no cell towers anywhere nearby. GPS doesn't need cell towers. Well, I don't fucking know, dude. Well, I specified GPS. But people get lost on the salt flats because they're that big. Yeah. And there's no point of reference. So you're just, like, you look in every direction, and it looks the same. So you're, like, I hope we get lucky. Yeah, so like the correct direction where the water gets really deep, it's really soft because it doesn't dry out all the way and Mm. it can't support its own weight. But where it's fairly shallow, it'll dry enough that you can drive vehicles on it and shit. And then they test speed records. Yeah, because it's flat. Yeah. Cool. Well, I didn't know that. There you go. Got educated. Thank you, old fish. For turning into Worcester sauce and then making the Utah salt flats. (laughs) I think what you mean is thanks old mushy fish for giving us land speed records that's in essence is what i said (laughs) i mean technically you owe a lot to like old plants and dinosaurs and stuff too then yes so also thanks old dinosaurs and plants for giving us gooey liquid i can put in my car yes thank you (laughs) um remember uh last week week before i talked about a fella i saw at uh, the mall uh, making his own sandwich. Yes. He brought all the ingredients and made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. He stepped it up. Oh. Big time. And I had a better look at him this time. I walked past like three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's just walking past the table. Don't worry about it, dude. I'm just going to talk about it later. Let's start with... I don't know if it's the weirdest thing, but this is where I'm starting. He has a lot of plastic bags. Okay. And they all have stuff in them, but only one thing. Okay. So he has a plastic bag, a disposable, like, Safeway bag for everything he brings to lunch. He had a book in a bag. He had a bag for this huge tub of sour cream. He had a bag for a tin of whole peppercorns. He had a garbage bag that he was keeping garbage in and then another bag that he was keeping the bags that he had already taken the stuff out of in so he had a bag of bags and a bag of garbage he had a fully eaten tin of sardines i don't know what he made because i didn't see him eat but he had so much crap with him you know what i like the completeness of it i like that he put two things in a bag and was like this is unusual and then he went all the way I don't know, like he had a bag full of bags and a bag of trash of stuff he had taken out of, like he had a banana, can of sardines, whole peppercorns. I assume he had a pepper grinder, because what are you going to do with peppercorns? You can't eat those. You have to, you know, schmuddle them up. He probably has great lunches, though. I mean, he must. He had a whole thing of, like, sour cream or yogurt. I couldn't tell what it is. That's a lot of setup, though. And all he does I don't mean, like, a little cup, okay? I mean, like, a big... I don't know how a quart, like those quarts of yogurt you can buy. Yeah. He had a see-through one of those filled with something white and slushy, like sour cream. I don't know what he was doing Thank with it. Thank you for saying sour cream. Sour cream? Yes. Why? Because it could mean anything else. Yogurt? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Whipped That's what cream? I was afraid of. Yogurt and whipped cream. Well, I don't know because 
I, when I went back, it was gone. So I think he ate all of it, whatever it was. And this is this is gonna sound like a bad question, mm-hmm. but it was ricotta cheese. Was he a big boy? No, he was probably like seventy and maybe five eight and not super heavy set. Maybe he has a tapeworm, but he's developed an emotional attachment to it. And at this point, he's already committed to the relationship, and he already knows that he's got he's already got one foot in the grave. So he's just feeding it, and they're coexisting because he's lonely. So he has to eat a shit ton of food in order to remain alive and keep the tapeworm healthy. Maybe he just likes yogurt, or he just likes yogurt. That's also possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah at my job yeah i when i worked in the office and i did a lot of emailing okay i also did a lot of transcribing my my email over the phone okay and my work uh in their email like the the second part has a dash or a hyphen in right it, right and don't ever do that. If you ever create an email, don't, don't put, put those in there because nobody knows what they're called. And even if they do, no two people have the same name for it. Oh, like a dash. If you call it a dash, guaranteed, the other guy doesn't know what a dash is. So I've called it dashes, hyphens. Minus sign. Minus sign. Just say that. Stupid little liney thing on the keyboard next to the plus sign. Yeah. I've used that at least four times. Because dash, hyphen, and minus sign didn't work. What did that person call it? That's what he called That was the, his The button on the keyboard? The little da- you know, I was like, oh, you mean the little dashy liney thing next to the plus symbol? And I was like, yep, yes, that's the one. The hyphen, you moron. Yeah. So don't ever do that. That's that's the little PSA for today. That's public service. Yeah. Yeah. PSA. I mean, if really, if you're making an email, you should make it sure it's, you know, like spelt properly and easy to communicate and things like that. Ours is not. No, I was making a joke. Either of those things. No. I mean, it's rememberable. Rem- no, it's, it's not. Memorable. No, it's memorable. <laughs> yeah, it is. Every time? Just roommates. If it was spelled oh, right. Oh, ours? Yes. Oh. We should put a dash in it. Why? Just dash roommates? Well, I've already made it. I'm not going to make another one. How many people have used it? None. There you go. <laughs> not a single one. <laughs> if you if you had had a hyphen... Or a little dashy liney thing next to the plus symbol in between. I could also do underscore, which if you don't know what that is, then I'd hang up on you. Please don't use an underscore. Our, our email no is just underscore roommate. What's an underscore? Click. Just hang up. How often are we going to tell our email to people over the phone? Well, I just if you don't know what an underscore is, you shouldn't be using email, is what I'm saying. I agree. Or a computer. Yeah. I have one thing, but I don't remember if I told it last episode or not because I don't listen to them. (laughs) What is it? Just like give me a hint. It's about food poisoning. Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. So when we went to Australia, yeah. There is this one restaurant that we used to go to all the time for like... Like back in the day or... Back in the day. So in January, I went back to Australia. Long ago. Long ago. Long ago (laughs) in a distant land. Yeah. There was a restaurant. There was a restaurant. What's it called? Dickie's. Oh, okay. Um, And it's just a little 
basically like a nice shack thing. I think we used to have beach. a franchise called Dickies. It might have been that. But like it was a franchise restaurant, but I, it was on the beach. I remember going there as yeah. a child and they had like shitty connects. You remember connects? Like the game? Yeah, like the little the things you build with. Yeah. Yeah, they would give you connects at the table to play with. That's pretty dope. And I loved going there just to play with them. That's and fair. I, I'd always steal them and take yeah. them home. I know you would. Yeah. I would. Yeah. yeah. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this restaurant was like, every time we'd go to the beach, we'd have lunch there. Right. Right? So, kind of a big part of my childhood. And I don't remember eating there because I was just a kid. Yeah. But my dad loved eating there. So, the whole time... We were planning our trip back to Australia. Oh, boy. This year, he was looking forward to eating there. Okay. Okay. And so, finally, after months of preparation, spending 17 hours on the plane and then training for four hours to get... You had to take a train to the beach? Or to get to that particular beach. You didn't have a car? No. Which side of the road do Australians drive on? The... Upside down. Opposite side of here. Okay. So, upside down? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so finally, after all of this work, we arrive at this restaurant and we have our lunch. My dad gets, I think it had was mussels or something and they weren't cooked all the way. Like he was complaining the whole meal, how fishy it tasted. Oh boy. Well, they were probably old. They may also just have been old. Because they get fishy when they get old. All of it. He didn't, they didn't smell bad. I think it did. He Which just ate it. We went to your dad's yesterday, and he was eating mussels again. I can't believe he ate those. They smelled fucking terrible. <laughs> it was like as soon as he opened it, I was like, what the? Is something rotting in here? But it was his food, so I didn't see anything. He's probably... Yeah, I wonder if he got more food poisoning. And he probably. ate the whole thing, and then he was like, that was terrible. He, that's what he did there, too. <laughs> he did the same goddamn the same thing. Same thing with mussels. And he got really bad food poisoning. You should just stop eating mussels. But you know what? I'll learn how to cook mussels and we'll go make your dad some okay, good Okay, that sounds seafood. like a good idea. We'll make up for it. But it gets worse because I wasn't really feeling like staying on the beach because I had some other shit that I wanted to do. I wanted to go buy some shit, look at the mall. And he only had the one car because we rented a car. And then took a train. In, well, we took the train took to the, the car city on the where train. we took. Yeah, that's what we did. Yes. We took the car on the train. Yes. Um, and then we took the car off the train and we loaded it and then, but we only had the one. Yeah. And I took it to go shopping and left him on the beach with <laughs> oh, some dear. of the worst food poison he's ever had. Two hours. Two hours? Well, my phone was dead. Okay. So I just. So what was he doing? Just like, was there, I guess there had to be a bathroom, right? I guess. Did he go and complain? No, probably not. He ought to. I would have been. Like, I don't think he did. Excuse me, sir. You have. You're literally killing me right now. And I, I, I would like my move. $30 back. Because <laughs> when I finally got worried and I was like, you know what? It's been a while. I should probably go back and check on him. And I came. Like, I parked. And my sister came running to me immediately. And she was like, where the fuck were you? Holy shit. He's nearly dead. He's hollow. <laughs> she grabbed. <laughs> he knocked on his. <laughs> Knock on his chest, it sounds like an empty steel drum. 
And so she grabbed me by the wrist and dragged me to the beach where he's laying there on his back in the sand like a starfish. And I watched him for five minutes and he didn't move a muscle. He didn't even move and the seagull landed on him. He was just, he was dead. Seagull could smell seafood. He wanted some. I just dragged him. I heard y'all got muscles. That's what seagulls sound like in Australia. Okay. Wow, and then I bet you he has food poisoning again from those fucking muscles. He's probably going to be listening to this when we release it from the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. 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 (laughs) We do have one story we can tell. Huh? Which is... Yeah? About the video that I posted on Instagram. Okay, well, should I lead it or would you like to? You should absolutely lead it. Oogie doke. Well, speaking of your dad, right? We were over at his house yesterday, and he ate those disgusting muscles, but he's only got one leg right now. He's waiting for it to get back from the shop or some shit. I don't know. His leg's broken. Um, <laughs> we'll reattach it later. Yeah. Um, it's a work so, in progress. So he needs help with the housework or whatever. Me and Gerard head over there, and your deck is getting rebuilt or redone? Painted, or, I think. Whatever. Um, painted. And there's a bunch of shit on the deck, so he's like, can you boys just, you know, get it out of there? And so we're like, yeah, no, no problem, my guy. You just eat your muscles. <laughs> and uh, it, it, we had all he had all these like old decrepit flower pots that did not fare well over the, I assume, more than one year. They've been out there. They were certainly out there all winter. Yes. So they're all these like decrepit old plastic pots, and they look terrible, and they're filled with dead plants and dirt. Um, and the deck it doesn't have a way down. You have to go through the whole house. And so your dad was like, just wheel the garbage bin underneath the deck and chuck them into the garbage bin. <laughs> we're like, okay, that'll be fun. So we wheel it down and we go up and we're like chucking pots. And I had this idea. It's like, oh, let me film this one. Like I'm filming myself. I'm like, huh, it would be funny. I could show people throwing pots down. So I like take my pot and I go, yeet. And it goes right in like nothing but net. And Gerard's like, oh, I'm going to do that too. And he takes his pot and he drops it and he fucking missed <laughs> Like, completely. I skimmed the outside, blew up the pot, and threw dirt everywhere. He, like, landed on the edge of the garbage bin, and it just split the pot, and it exploded (laughs) with, like, dead plant matter and and dirt and pieces of plastic and shit everywhere. (laughs) And I was like, oh, thank God I got that on film. And then, so we go downstairs to clean it up. And we shovel up most of the dirt. And there was still a ton of dirt there. There was a bunch on the ground. And we sort of look at each other. And then we think about it. And there are stairs to get down there. No matter which way he goes. He can't get down. And he's in a wheelchair. So we're like... It's going to be six months before yeah. this guy can I was get like, down here to see this dirt. It's going to be it's gone. Be, so it, it'll be it. clean by the time he gets all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> then he called us out on it. <laughs> he was like, did you guys clean up all the dirt? We're like, yeah, yeah, we got most of it. And he's like, uh, even if it's shitty, I'm not going to be down there for a while. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Which is good. Yeah. Because that's what we did. It went well. Yeah. Yeah. Deck most is, things deck we is do. clear. We've helped him a lot since he broke his leg. Well, I mean, And not once has it gone well. That's true. No, it went great the first time. What are you talking about? Well, it's fine. It's all right. Yeah, I think we did a great job. And yeah. For the first five minutes, it was beautiful. Yeah, until everything exploded. Uh, and yeah. But that's fine. That's a story for a different day. <laughs> um, recently, I, I kind of have adopted this hobby, I suppose, um, where I go on Google reviews. And I leave funny reviews 
always five star i give five star because if i'm fucking with you you might as well get a five star review out of it and uh one of the business people responded mm-hmm. to my review and uh, it was a quiznos downtown that i've never been to ever and I, i'll tell you what i wrote but basically the quiznos the owner is like thank you for the five star rating we are glad to hear you enjoyed your experience at Quiznos. Be sure to refer to us to your friends and family. If you haven't downloaded our loyalty toasty points, please go to Quiznos.com. <laughs> to, please go to Quiznos.com. Who, who came up with that? To sign up. Have a wonderful day and visit again soon. Toasty points? I have no idea. That's like who dumbest. sat in the marketing department while being paid by a fairly large fast food franchise and was like, toasty points. Well, it's because Subway came out with an app too. With, Did with they call them rewards? toasty points? No, I don't know what they're called at Subway because I don't go there very much. Foot long points? Maybe. Long points? <laughs> but here's the thing. First of all, Quiznos doesn't even have an app. So they're already behind. You have to go to their website to sign up. Anyway, so do you want to hear what my review was that they responded Absolutely. to? Absolutely. Okay, so they give me this positive you know, feedback. And my response was five stars. Foot loose. <laughs> that's it that's all it said <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful yeah i love I, it it was uh i i've just been leaving it like do you want to read do you want i you want to hear my costco one absolutely i do okay hang on let me go to it i also think i know why the review was so out of touch with the response from quiznos yeah it's just like an automated response or something i think the guy who named them toasty points reviewed your review. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he thought. Anyway. Um, I probably I, just wanted to use the phrase toasty points. So here we go. Here's my review of Costco. Okay. Five stars. I really love Costco. I wish every store could be a Costco. If I could live in Costco, I would. Leaping between the massive shelves and lounging on the demo furniture. It'd be a green dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's my new kind of hobby. I'm, I kind of like it. Yeah. I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm just bored at work, and that's what I do. <laughs> it's better than what I do at work when I'm bored. What do you do? Well, I can't use a phone to leave reviews. Okay. So what do you do? Just write them down on pieces of paper <laughs> and, like, show them to your friends? Well, like, want to read my review of Quiznos? And it's, you hand someone a slip of paper that you've hand-drawn five stars, and it says, <laughs> it says, footloose. <laughs> Look, isn't that funny? <laughs> I do work in shipping. Yeah. And we sell steel. Um and I always have a marker on me. So occasionally and particularly for like the like hardware store customers because they're assholes. Yeah. Um I will draw little penises on steel and then close them together so that you won't see them until they're in the store and they're unpacked and paid for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I don't for legal reasons I don't do that ever. Right. Um, do you know what you should do, right? What? If it's steel sheets and they're stacked, um, you should go on the side so that when you can write something big and it gets distributed on all the steel plates <laughs> so that they won't know what you've written until they stack them all up together. <laughs> so it's just like, you're like, oh, shipment going out. And then you write ween and then send it. <laughs> <laughs> In big letters. Ween. Here you go, Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> I used to take the complaints from Home Depot when they'd call. Yeah. 
and they're always assholes. Um, excuse me, someone wrote ween on our steel. Can you explain that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just turn them around. I don't know. It's probably only on one side. I referred a customer once um, from one of the retail locations because they were really mad about the way that we had sent them their, their stuff. How did you send it? Well, our stuff is usually is at least 10 feet long. Yeah. And usually there's a part of it is 12 feet. 10 foot ween. A 10 foot ween. Sometimes even a 12 foot ween. Wow. And That's a lot of ween. <laughs> a lot of weenage there. <laughs> usually we ship our stuff on a flatbed trailer. Yep. So you just pick it up and you put it on and it's job done. You're right. But whenever we send stuff to retail customers, they send us the trucks. Oh, and, and they always send a dry van. So it has to be lined up with one forklift, then picked up from behind, and just shoved <laughs> into the truck until the back door closes. Okay. And that's the only way to do it, because they send us dry vans. And so one day, the lady from one of the retail locations calls me up, and she's like, this is fucking bullshit. Everything's getting broken, and we can't get anything out of there. It has to be hand-bombed. And I'm like... Send a bigger truck. Give us a flatbed and no problemo. And then she got really angry. Like, <clears throat> coming unstitched. Why? It's their cause, fault. Because... I'm sorry. They like that. You sent me an 11-foot truck and I have 12 feet of steel. What do you want me to do? Not jam it in there? Well, she wasn't listening to reason. Drive it She's on my forklift woman. all the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. So, I just told her that I was like, look. I understand where you're coming from, but this is well above my pay grade. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a number you can call and just give them a call and let them know what the issue is and it'll be problem solved and we'll take care of it for you. What number did you give her? There's an Indian place down the road. <laughs> <laughs> did she call back? No. <laughs> <laughs> call them and complain. They'll <laughs> handle it. I haven't gone to that Indian place since though. Would they even but they know? wouldn't know, but I would know. <laughs> You'd feel bad? Yeah. Can you imagine being the guy who takes that phone call? Be like, hi, I want to like make a complaint about your delivery service. Be like, okay. Um, yeah, someone wrote ween all over it. <laughs> See, they wouldn't know, though, because I picked an Indian place where, and I used to frequent there like at least once a week. Yeah. And there was not a single employee there who was fluent in English. Well. Not one. Was that recently you did that? Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe they just haven't gotten around to calling yet. <laughs> Maybe. She's pretty livid, though. Oh, boy. Yeah, she probably immediately called and then realized, oh, I've been played. <laughs> she probably called the front office or something. What? She probably called someone else. At my company? Yeah. I get all the phone calls. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I okay. screen them. Oh, okay. So she's only talking to you. Yeah. Wow. Because I was, and at that time, I was the only one picking up phones, and then I would distribute the numbers because the other person was on holidays. Write ween on her shit and be like, oh, well, it, it, it's a uh, steel term. <laughs> 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 That's just the uh, ween, four. It's the galvanization level. That just happens to be the four digit uh, code for your stuff. So we mark it all before we send it because we have a new system. <laughs> and your code is ween. <laughs> Sorry, but I can't change it anymore. I, I, you know what? I have a number for you to call, and if you call them, they'll take care of it. I'll send it's them a to Chinese subway. place. <laughs> Footloose. <laughs> call this number, but 
You have to give them the secret code so that they know you're legit. <laughs> Ween. <laughs> Hello, how can I help you? Ween. Ah, oh, yes, one second. <laughs> Absolutely, you could get away with that if you're the one who takes all the phone calls. Well, I didn't tell her what my name was either, and she didn't call back. You're probably the doing. only person at the whole company who has an Australian accent. You didn't think of that, did you? No. Yeah. That's what I, just, I talked to Nobody an Australian fe- fellow. I mean, maybe you could. your accent's pretty weak, so not everyone could pick up on it because my dad thinks you're English. <laughs> and, I mean, really, prove it. That you did that? Yes. Wrote ween on all her stuff? Not ween. That I sent her a number to fucking the Indian place. Well, and also yeah. that I write all the weens. <laughs> prove either. <laughs> ween. I challenge anybody to find me guilt or guilty of weaning. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they would understand, too. Like, well, she's really mean, so I just told her it's the code for her store. <laughs> write it on all her product now. I mean, my boss didn't mind when I did that, because it was the only interesting thing that happened in the day. Was that? Was when I did shit like that. Yeah. You could, I bet you could get everyone in on it. Probably. Just, yeah, yeah, everyone gets a code, but it's always ween. <laughs> you write it on all the product <laughs> until everyone hits their code. And then we could come in and be like, what's your code? And they'll have to be like, W-E-E-N. Oh, yeah, ween. <laughs> and then you ask for another way to, to find and them. And then it doesn't they hang up. What's your code? Oh, yeah, ween. Gotcha. Ween. And then hang up. Also, today <laughs> I called. Um, I, I had to switch my, my phone plans over. Um, and I called and I had to pretend to be my dad. Okay. Uh, because I, I'm not Can on Can you the give account. me your, your best dad impression? Yeah. The guy picked up and he was like, hey, what's your name? And I said, my name is Brent. <laughs> and he's you like, just okay. speak in monotone? Yes. Speak, spoke in monotone? Yeah. I just talked to him like I would talk to anybody. And I was like, yes, I am my father. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I would have to change my accent. No, you don't. You sound exactly like your dad. Do I? Yes. I could do that. You I wouldn't have to change my accent or nothing. But, okay, here's the thing. The way they do the security, there's not like, can you tell me your account number? Or they don't set up security questions. What they do is they ask you what you are paying for, and that's how you verify. Okay. So the guy was like, how much data do you get every month on your bill? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I can't let you adjust your account unless you can tell me these questions. And I was like... Oh, okay. Well, I was like, we get this much data a month. He's like, okay, cool. Next question. He has a whole test of stuff. Holy shit. I, I can't remember what the other two questions were, but they were basically the same thing. He's like, how much a month is is this? How many phones are on this plan? And, and like, w- w- oh, one of them was, what day do we bill you? <laughs> and I guessed. Because <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're allowed to get some of them wrong, though. That's the thing. I got them all right. Did you? That's impressive. Yeah. I had to do something similar when I sold my truck and bought my car. What? You had to t- well, I had to prove... How many wheels does your car have? Me. And he's, like, covering them up. Covering the wheels. <laughs> you can't see them. Yeah. Uh, four? Five. Oh, okay, good. The Six, spare. if you count the spare. Yeah. Wait, where's the fifth wheel? The steering wheel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mitchell. Shut up. Uh, yeah. When I sold my car, I had to call the bank myself like they gave me their phone and they were like talk to these people and prove that it's you mm-hmm. and we'll do the rest for you and i was like okay and i pick up the phone and it's scotia bank and they want to talk about my loan i'm like yes hello and they're like 
Okay, we have a couple questions to verify that this is actually you. And the first one is, how much do you pay a month for your current loan? And I didn't know. <laughs> and I went... Zero dollars. <laughs> I don't pay it at all. I well, that's correct, sir. <laughs> I dead ass. Looked the you dealer in the eye and I went, more than 200, less than 300. And she took it. What? <laughs> Really? Yeah. She's like, that's a vague answer, but it is technically correct. Next question. <laughs> they want the sale. They make a shit ton of money. They, yeah, on I the loan. They don't care, right? So she didn't give a shit. Yeah. I also had a run in with the bank. They were super disrespectful when I got there. Yeah, I heard about that. The guy was like, oh, be here at 2 p.m. Can you do that? I was like, yeah, obviously. It was 15 minutes early. He was 15 minutes late. What a bastard. He was on lunch. Oh. I was like, you knew I was going to be here, Dick. <laughs> he scheduled the appointment. And then... He tried to sell me a shittier bank account. And I was like, well, I already had that. And then you took it away from me without telling me. And I was really mad. I was about to leave and go to a new bank. And the guy <laughs> was like, all right, well, here are some other options. And then he gave me some good options. Because he was trying to sell me like this shitty one where I like lose money every month <laughs> due to inflation. And I was like, just so you're aware, I had this before. The one you want me to pay for, I had that. And you took it away for no reason without warning. And he's like... Okay, well, here are some other things we can do. <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm, that's what I fucking, you better, Jesus. Yeah, I almost switched banks. But actually, I got a pretty good deal, so. He's been angry about this for a long time. He treated time. me like an idiot. He was like, okay, so you have a savings account, right? And I was like, yes. And he's like, and every month your savings account has something called interest. And I was like, yeah, bud, I'm aware and he's like, so if you switch to this one, you can get this much interest a month because currently your interest is very low. And I was like, hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I have never been that mad at another person in my life. Yeah. But anyway, it worked out for me in the end, I guess. <laughs> well, that's all right then. Yeah. Yeah. I got fridge robots. They arrived. Did you set them up? No. Okay. They're actually still in my car. I should probably go get them. You left them in the car? Wow. Wow. They're safe in there. Are they? Wow. No. They're not unsafe. That sounds like a no is what you're telling me. They're not safe. Well, the doors are locked, I think. Right. So what I'm hearing is a lot of my super expensive robot is outside in the cold. It's not that cold, is it? Well, I mean, it's eight it's, bloody degrees. It's a little chilly. It's brisk. It's actually probably a little warm for my little robot. Well, he doesn't have a jacket, so he's probably a little chilly, you know, if you're walking around outside. Maybe it came with a robot jacket. Eight, eight I don't degrees. know. I didn't open it up. Did you pay for the robot jacket? Because I bet you that's another hundred bucks plus shipping. Okay, look, it was only $70 plus shipping. Okay. You paid $30 in shipping? Yes. Where did it ship from? I don't know. All right. They didn't say. Okay, well, I was hoping you had something more interesting than they arrived, but I guess... Well, we're going to set them up. Shortly. Shortly. You know what? Keep an eye on Gerard's Instagram, because I'm sure we'll post something to see our little That's robot. That's what I was getting at, but Do I didn't dance. know if I wanted to say anything in case it didn't work at all, but now I'm committed. So if it doesn't work... I'll there will a, still be a post... There will be a picture of a fridge robot. Of a broken one, because it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll... Drop it off your dad's balcony. <laughs> yeah, we'll drop <laughs> it into a garbage bins. can. 
yeah whatever okay thank you all so much for listening uh i hope you enjoyed this week's show uh if you want to keep up with me and gerard you can find me on twitter at the icy diver t-h-e-i-c-y-d-i-v-e-r and you can keep up with gerard on instagram at the better roommate um you can check out the video of us dropping the flower pot there and uh there will also be i guess at some point something about the robot um special thanks to our artist nb that's e-n-n-b you can find them on etsy for the album art that you see every time and uh, i guess that's gonna oh yeah the email <laughs> there's also an email yeah if you have any uh, uh roommate stories or or things you want us to talk about on the show email them to just underscore roommates with only one m no email them to just roommates at gmail.com there's only one m in roommates but there's no underscore <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you all so much for listening and we will see you guys next week <laughs>